this may be our most consequential episode to date. As conservatives and right-wing people are being purged and censored across the internet from Twitter to Facebook, Parler is totally offline. We don't know how much longer we'll be around. Not necessarily because we're right-wing or politicians or anything like that, but just because it seems like if you talk real talk and real topics and no limits and unfiltered stuff, you get banned or you can possibly get banned. We are living in the age of wrong think. So we are going to talk about all of the events that have taken place within the last week, the Capitol Hill riots, the president being banned from Twitter and other social media platforms. And then we're also going to discuss where we think things are going forward. And then we'll wrap up the episode with a more lighthearted topic on whether or not it's true that only undesirable women feel oppression. So that should be a little bit more lighthearted and maybe get some laughs. Um, We're not blackpilled just yet. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago, There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog will pop up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. If you've noticed... In our intro, I did not mention Twitter anymore. I won't be mentioning it anymore. Um, Just because, by all accounts, Twitter wouldn't fuck with us anyway. So, it's no point in either (laughs) even mentioning it. Uh, uh, Once we get some time and Gab kind of clears up, uh, we'll, we'll probably like take everything that's hanging with apes in terms of like social media and, you know, put it on gab and the social media uh, layout from this point on is going to be difficult because we more or less have to strategize for censorship because I don't know, like I would imagine that guys like us will probably be more of a target than even like your typical right wing southern conservative because I feel like we're we're scary. We're we're scarier like in the sense that oh these guys shouldn't think like that. Mm-hmm. These guys shouldn't think like that. But we own our websites and you guys could always get, you know, sign up for our newsletter and that's the beautiful thing of like owning your shit. We own hanging with apes audio waves audio waves music so literally if you go to the website yeah like with with our content the only way that it would be pulled and then obviously we're not in a position to like pay for our own servers and stuff like that like because that costs 
hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. So like we would not be able to do that like where we're at economically. I mean, like those are for like the 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 big, big guys. But other than that, unless like our hosting services kicked yeah. us off, we own everything like our name, like and, and that in and of itself is sort of nice, like this idea yeah. of of ownership. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where Gab is right now, which yeah. if anybody doesn't know what Gab is, Gab is essentially going toe to toe war with Twitter. Um, yeah. They've and they they've been going to war with Twitter on Twitter, like tweeting about yeah. like today they they were they were sort of uh, getting at Twitter about losing four billion in valuation. Uh, Gab posted this video, or not a video, this picture of a green frog eating a blue bird. Yeah, um, they said they're like getting more servers, and that's why I'm not on Gab yet, and neither is hanging with eights mm. on Gab yet because. Like it's been very hard to get yeah. on there. It's slow, and it's like it's gonna take some time for them to to get their get their stuff together. I was uh, able to get through, and even then, it was like like three out five hours later, or something like that. Yeah. But oh yeah, you got through. I was like, oh, I I thought it it didn't let me because it was it just kept like refreshing like the page yeah. and it was not. And I think it's just overwhelmed with yeah so many yeah. People. But I mean, like they said that that. I, I don't know how many pers- hundreds of uh, it's like thing is like they're up like 400% in traffic or something like that. And so, I mean, they have a lot of work ahead of them, but it seems like that's where everything is going for a while. People thought like, well, parlor, parlor, parlor. But then when news came out about Amazon hosting parlors, yeah. servers, Boom! Well, they kind of instantly knew. Well, yeah, this is not going to last long. And sure enough, yeah, Amazon uh, decided to stop hosting them on their servers. So Parler is gone. Yeah, for yeah. now, like you can't get it on an Android in the App Store. You can't get it on on Apple in the App Store. And if you had it already, it's useless because yeah. like it's not. There's no servers. Uh, they, they did say they're coming back, but they need time to. Yeah, they got to do essentially what Gab did, yeah. which I heard about Gab before. You know, remember where where I heard about Gab is when was when Milo originally got the yeah. platform. And you know what's funny about this? Like, I feel like a like a profit in in a certain way because, and I'm not trying to sound like boastful or, or braggadocious or anything like that, but a lot of people had asked me like, "Why are you so obsessed?" with Milo Yiannopoulos. Are you gay? Because he's fabulous. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, because Milo's gay. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't get the joke. But but no. But I, I was obsessed with, with Milo Yiannopoulos. One, because I think a lot of who Milo is is like us in the sense that I think he was deemed very dangerous by the left wing. Like We got to remember... The Trump, the 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 treatment that Trump is getting right now, Milo got this treatment. Mm-hmm. Milo had riots when he was at Berkeley. Milo was deplatformed, and when you look at Milo's transcripts, he never really said anything very heinous. And whenever he did sort of push the envelope a little bit, he was doing it 
as a provocateur yeah. and as a jester of the court to more or less satire the world that we live in. But they deemed him very dangerous. That I mean, hence the name of his book, Dangerous. And what's interesting is a lot of things that happened to Milo that are happening to Trump, but others. Remember when everything popped off with Milo, uh, Simon & Schuster, the, the book publishing company, they decided not to publish Milo's book. Yeah. He had to end up self-publishing. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but Josh Howley, the senator from Missouri that objected the election results the day of that everything popped off on at Capitol Hill, he had a book coming out yeah. by Simon & Schuster, and they decided that they're no longer going to publish it anymore. Yeah, This is the world that we're living in. So like, this treatment is not just reserved for Trump, for anybody out there that is just like, oh, well, it's Trump, it's Trump, it's Trump. No, no it's... No, no, no. The right wing, and it's been like this. Yeah. And what's so great about this show is we've talked about this plenty of times. We've talked about bit shoot and how important something like bit shoot can be because of the censorship on we, YouTube. We've had parlor since God since that situation. Yeah. We we literally got a parlor just just to be safe, and it's important because well, I mean, they're gone now, but they're not gone forever, and we'll have our parlor. We'll have it. They'll have their own servers, but it's like you have to kind of look into the future because it's important. It's important. You, you like for us to be able to communicate ideas, like what you said, groupthink and all that shit. This well, is 1984 reincarnated. Well, this this is where this is where things are going to get interesting, and this is sort of like a prediction. I, I kind of wanted to get into like the details and the events of everything beforehand, but we're on this right now it could get to the point where if right-wing people or people that think wrong in the eyes of the elitist and the corporations and everything like that we could find ourselves to a point where we need our own everything yeah our own banks our own but but on the internet <laughs> but now yeah exactly but now that's fine and dandy the issue is this though if we find ourselves in that place which it seems like corporate america and and the left wing want to take it there if we find ourselves in that place what would be the point in being part of this union and and that's where we get to the place where we see secession and we see yeah. a parting of ways. And that's when things will get very ugly. Will get very ugly because if we separate, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like a peaceful separation. It wouldn't be like, all right, well, you go your way, I'll go my way. It was cool while it lasted. See you later. It wouldn't be like that. And this is where things get very interesting. It wouldn't be like that because deep down, the left wing knows that there's more people on the right wing that produce more in terms of tax base, in terms of service, in terms of keeping the economy alive. There's more people on the right wing that keep that afloat yeah. and their plans 
you know, tax up the wazoo and redistribute wealth and everything that they're on, it cannot sustain without the right wing partaking in it. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, and this is in no way saying, oh, uh, storm the Capitol every every chance you get, but you had a whole summer of protests and, you know, looting businesses that had nothing to do with the issue at hand, according to the, the, the protests. It took one protest to get really inside the building where all the senators and House of Representatives are in so they could be heard. Like, that's a different type of protest and oh, a different type of effect. 100%. And, and if they were violent... Yeah. If if those people, I mean, I, they they had a degree of violence because they yeah. there there was violence. I don't want to misrepresent what took place. There was a degree of violence there. Let's say I, I'll put it this way: if they were homicidal, them getting in that building alone literally could have they could have wiped out the majority of the government. Yeah. The leaders of do? the government, yeah. like they could have wiped it out. Or, or hold them hostage yeah. or, or, or Lord knows what. what. So that's interesting in the sense that you brought that up. It's an, it's an interesting observation because if we look at the way that Black Lives Matter operated, if we look at the way Antifa operated, yes, were they willing to be destructive? 100%. Were they willing to be violent? 100%. But who were they willing to be destructive and violent with? Well, for one, if we go back to like Chaz and Chop in Seattle, a very passive place with a very passive mayor who was not going to use force. So they were willing to be big and bad at a place where they weren't going to get they either weren't going to get any resistance or very little resistance and they they essentially knew that where they were doing it at those people would placate or, or rather capitulate to what they were on yeah across the cities around the uh, uh, around the nation you know they attacked trump supporters elderly couples people by themselves because we saw plenty of times where there were videos when they went toe to toe with the proud boys and they got fucked up yeah so no, but, so but they those only, people dining in yeah there's exactly. people eating in restaurants and they're bothering them exactly so they only do that to like people that are that are either unprepared or not willing to fight or scared and stuff like that that's the people that they do it with yeah these people on the right they were willing to go toe-to-toe with the federal government get in and make a statement to the so much to the point where they're sending all sort of feds to like get these people and arrest them because they event they essentially want to make yeah. an example out of them but that's that we never saw that treatment for the left wing when they were doing stuff that was like way crazier if you think about it they were destroying businesses and as you put it businesses that didn't have anything to do with what was going on in this particular instance these people were actually protesting a government that is really looking the other way on a lot of funny shady shit that went on with this election and you know what I'm saying they don't even want to 
like the fact that not one person on the left is like, hey, you know what? Like maybe this does deserve an audit because because the reality is this. The reality is this. If Biden really is the most popular president of all time, got the most votes of all time and everything like that. If anything, you would want to solidify that power so much and be like, no, I'm really the man. And be like, yeah, audit it. Like, yeah, I won. Like, I I, I really know. Yeah. But but you don't. Like, there's so all of these, like, calls for unity and understanding and harmony. It's all bullshit. Yeah, and, and if, if you look at, and this is where a lot, there's, there's a lot to unpack. But we'll go back to the four states that the whole mail-in ballot situation was so fucked that like it was just a mess the way they handled it the way everything was done which was wisconsin michigan pennsylvania and georgia and if you look at how unconstitutional that was handled from the Mm get-go and how 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 like there was really no no set piece uniform way of doing things It, it was it was terrible the fact that that was even allowed and the fact that like i i mean trump talked like oh this is this is, shouldn't be but like where was where the were action. the the people yeah where's the action where's the the basically lawsuits going in as a, this is not how things should be done this is how things should be done this is how how things so like that that in and of itself is is a travesty and and then i mean what do you do when it all happens? How could you really determine what is what which vote is constitutional, which isn't when you literally could just get it all together? It's all mixed and matched. Mm-hmm. So it's like we got to that point wasn't handled correctly. We got to the point where let's not forget all the blue check Democrats that would incite violence all the time, burn it all down. Uh, tell me where in the Constitution it says that a protest uh, there shouldn't be violence or whatever. Yeah. Um, all all that stuff like all the like you could literally make a ten minute video and really like if you really go back to it like if you really want to collect every everyone's on the left that said stuff like that you could probably make a twenty minute video where where it's just pure and utter garbage from the left really inciting violence point to me where trump incited violence and then and then what you're gonna get is oh well look they were chanting stop the steal stop the steal please explain how that incites violence please explain please explain to me that yeah so it's such a slippery slope but see and that and that's the thing right there what you just what you just said is gonna be an issue going forward is this idea that I think for too long the right played by the rules and try to be too logical about things. It's like you kind of we were living in an illusion that it's like, well, if I present enough facts enough times, eventually you'll have to see like what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like eventually. Yeah, yeah. But but no, like it that's not really how it works anymore at least yeah and 
what we find is like in many communist countries until like some time passes and the people that voted for the authoritarian regimes their their life is not better and their situation is not better in fact it might be worse and then the people that were doing good they see them doing worse and everything is just like very depressing and there's no upward mobility then that's when it kind of is like well well like well fuck like this is this is all this yeah. is all fucked up the only thing though with this like the world that we're living in now is like there's so many people on like weed and opioids and all that shit that I think there'll be if things get as dystopian as it looks like it could get yeah. I think there's going to be such a segment of people that just don't care because it's going to yeah. it's it, oh yeah just they're high and it's just like yeah it, yeah I, let I mean, it happen even, even the Capitol Hill situation like since that happened I really have had a hard time. No, I wouldn't say a hard time, but I, it's been a lot of, to process. Like from what happened to what I agree with, to what I disagree with, to where we're at, what's going on, the aftermath. Um, so much so that it, it it really is draining. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I, I think. I look around and I see people and they're just joking. They're having you know a good yeah, time and it's, it's like, weird, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's like I don't I don't know that we're in a good place. I don't know that there's uh I don't I don't know that from this situation and and the, and the rebuttal from the left and big tech. I hope. It doesn't happen, but I really don't see any other outcome but violence because, like, we have to look at the history books. We have to look at what happens. Where do two ideologies meet where, well, this is it? I remember on this show, I made a prediction about Biden and the Senate and if things get as as extreme as they've led us to believe they will get just based off of the things that they said they're for or didn't say they're for but you could kind of assume they're for like packing the court and and uh uh banning banning weapons uh buyback programs making dc and puerto rico state giving dc and puerto rico statehood all that type of shit uh bringing in a bunch of illegals nationalizing them like all this shit that they can do maybe getting rid of certain amendments uh, censoring the internet, like all of this stuff that they can do. Taxes, regulation, over-regulation. We could see ourselves at a place, and this is the prediction that I made, where the only way out is through bloodshed. And, I, and I've said this, I've said this before, but I thought... <laughs> That like it would take some years to get there. Like I I thought it could happen in in a Biden no. term, but I didn't think like it would happen even before Biden was in office. Yeah. But like we've just more or less like fast forward, and I mean if you think about it, it's to the point where he's not even in office yet, and like these people are are taking off their masks, so it makes you think. 
once he's in office, once they have the government, what are they willing to do if this is where we're at now? Like, literally, what we've seen in the days since Trump has been banned from Twitter is another company who essentially has people that don't rock with Twitter, like Twitter's competition, Parler, Google and Apple say, get like we're not we're not hosting you on the app store anymore and mm-hmm. amazon say we're not we're our servers are not hosting you anymore and really for no other reason other than yeah. you think differently than the people that run twitter because i i'm trying to understand like the rationale behind a move like that are you suggesting that everybody on Parler was involved? Like, even if the, the the Capitol Hill thing is your thing and, like, that's what you're concerned about, we know it's not. Like, this is an agenda. But if I'll play your little game for a little while, if that is the, what you're concerned about, are you suggesting that everybody on Parler is, was there or partook in that? That's because, what I'm saying. Because I'm on Parler, you're on Parler. And we were not in D.C. that day. We were fucking handling business like we always do. Yeah. So where, like, like so yeah. what What do we have to do with that? What do the millions others, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Never have forget, to do with 75 it? million people voted for Trump. What do you think is going to happen when you corner them? What it, do you think is going to happen? Exactly. And, and, and this is the argument that I've made before. 75 million people, and those are actual votes. The shit that Biden got, that shit's still kind of up in the air. But the 75 million for Trump, we know that that is indeed 75 million. Aside from that being legitimized and that being true, and I don't think there's anybody out there that would deny that. Aside from that, though. It's that's a 75 million that if you ratio, even if Biden did get 80 million or what, 80, however many million or whatever, if you were to ratio the passion and the patriotism, I would venture to say that 20 million of Trump's voters are more passionate and patriotic for this nation than all of Biden's voters, because a majority of Biden's voters, not all of them, but a majority of them, one, they're low information in the sense that like they don't even know how the economy works. Like these are people that believe that like free college is just as simple as like a snap of the finger. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. why can't it be free? These are people that believe that like housing is a right. Like, oh, well, why do we have to pay? Not all of them, but a segment of them. Yeah. But then, a- aside from that segment, these are people that believe in like white privilege. Some like mystical made up shit that like is, is not tangible and there's no data out there yeah. to substantiate it. But they like believe in it and that's a hill that they would die on. They believe in it. These are people that... uh, a lot of the white voters believe that like somehow like they have some guilt from like what their ancestors did or whatever like it's 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 a it's a wacky lot 
Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them are a bit wacky. No. Unrealistic. And, and, and let's not even talk about the regular voter. Let's just... Who 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 wrote the Green New Deal? Who, who promoted the... Oh, that's a state rep, isn't it? Oh, wow. This is an elected official. And if you don't know what the Green New Deal is, please go read it online. Read it all. Tell me if it makes sense. Fiscally makes sense. This is someone that was voted in. Yeah, but supposedly and, but, they but know. But that's more. my point is yeah. like those people on that side, they don't care about the fact that it doesn't make sense. And that's and again, that's where we're at. Like the the logic and the reasoning that's more or less out of the window. And the reason why people on the right right now feel cornered is partly their fault for like going about it so long thinking that like these people would eventually reason with you and now we're seeing anybody associated with trump they're being deplatformed you got even banks talking about that they're not going to bank with these people anymore literally we're getting to the place where the right wing is going to have to have its own everything because if you think that it's going to stop with those people yeah you have another thing coming. They are coming for everybody yeah. eventually in one way, shape, or form. For instance, can you in pre-production, you brought up Candace Owens. Candace Owens is now, what she, this year she's going to work for The Daily Wire, right? Have her own show, everything mm-hmm. like that. The Daily Wire now... The Ben Shapiro and whoever else runs the Daily Wire with him. I am sure as businessmen, they are probably thinking she could get us deplatformed. And so now... You know, Facebook wants to deplatform her. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. They're after her. And and so, but that, and that's my point. And, and I'm sure a Biden administration and their lackeys are going to put pressure on them because right now if you see with Silicon Valley and big tech it's it's a one hand washes the other sort of thing. Yeah. So obviously in midterms which I mean I think it's a little bit naive for anybody that thinks that like elections are going to be a thing anymore if if something drastic doesn't happen but whatever let's play the little game. Midterms she's going to be very vocal, very active against people running against Democrats. You think they're going to allow that? Why would why would they? Why would they? Because they're going to because that's the other thing that you got to think why about. Why did Milo get banned? Can you refresh they're, my mind for, for for no reason? I mean, they said because of uh, uh harassment against Leslie Jones, which he never directed anybody to harass her. He oh. was talking shit to her back and forth, yeah. but it was a one-on-one on, one on, one on one conversation, and he just had more loyal followers than she did because his people like really banded with him and went after her, and her people just kind of like stood by the wayside because. So, so basically, because he thought she was ugly, and, and that's that an she opinion was ugly, that, that he she can was have, ugly, right? and, that, and that she she was part of a, a horrendous remake, the 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 Ghostbusters remake with all females. Please think about that, ladies and gents. Which, at the time that that trailer came out, uh, a, a little bit of uh, interesting history about that trailer. 
at the time that trailer came out, it was the most disliked trailer <laughs> in the history yeah. of YouTube. Yeah, no, that shit was. And, and so, but and it. that's my point is that <laughs> is that it wasn't just Milo that felt this way. It was yeah. a gang of people that felt this way. Yeah, he his way of going about it was obviously more colorful. But at the end of the day, there was nothing that like a gang of people didn't agree with. And so that's my point. But so they've been operating like this. So it really at this point now with the way they contort and flip the truth around, there's really nothing that would prevent them from banning uh, Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, Crowder, like anybody that thinks differently, anybody that doesn't rock with them, like they they have no reason. Crowder is in more danger than than uh, Ben Shapiro, because Crowder is a very vocal guy, very funny guy, sarcasm. Um, I'm already seeing the attacks on Crowder from just people on Twitter. Oh, oh you're it's your fault. You incited this violence in of Capitol. Course. It's people like you, and I'm like, and all you need is fuck? Biden to get in office, set up a committee for this stuff to not happen again it's like a committee for let's let here let, let's play a game let's uh, let's be part of the biden administration for a second so let's think of the dumbest shit possible and like that it'll probably be so uh, i'm part of the biden administration i'm a staffer and i gotta come up with a name to get rid of all of my opposition in media in alternative and independent media because the mainstream media is on our side so um let's come up with a committee for social media and internet safety so so it sounds noble right it's a noble thing like we're doing no don't laugh we're helping people you're laughing but i'm here to help (laughs) so the 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 committee for social media and internet safety and I have a little crew and so all right let's go on the internet and like let's find conservative content all right so conservative content boom sounds so, a lot like uh, the fact checkers so like instantly uh, uh tim pool is gonna come up even though he's not conservative but we'll lump him in with the rest yeah. because you can never be too safe you know yeah you get since this, this is safety now yeah uh-huh. we gotta you know t- we don't want we can't have another riot like that happen at capitol hill so, oh, it's good that you did that because look, he just had Trump on the show. Do we ban that episode? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We like, that's get not rid even a question. In fact, you even asking that question, yeah. you must be some sort of right winger. <laughs> you're, you're bad. <laughs> Slippery slope. <laughs> you, know, you know, but that's, yeah. and, and, and that's all you need yeah. before. And then you get to do it in the name of safety. Yeah. Just like everything these people do. In the name of equality. It's in the name of equality. It's in the name of safety. Like that's, you get to. Inclusive. And, and guess what? Your staffers, the, the morons that actually like drink this Kool-Aid, they actually think that they're doing something good. They get a God complex. Yep. People re- read um, The Quest for Cosmic Justice by Thomas Sowell. He talks about how these words are used to sound very noble, but really just to push an agenda. I mean, anything. A wealth redistribution, because, you know, like, everyone should be 
in equal footing. And and then when you look at it, that's how you get Obamacare. Yeah, you pay four hundred. He doesn't pay anything. Oh, also, any illegal Im- immigrant that comes here, they don't pay shit either. Exactly. All right, because we're all equal here. They don't have the resources you do. Please pay pay a car note. You have to pay a car note. Pay the fucking car note. Yeah. Oh no, no! But we this is a law that we no. You have to pay it. We have to. You have to go through us through our website. Don't worry about it. Just four hundred up it. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and it becomes the norm. Yeah. And 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 well, is that wealth redistribution or is that called stealing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, let's call it what it is. And the more you normalize it, the more you get backed into a corner. Right now. If you have conservative right-wing thoughts, you're thinking twice about how you say things. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. Like, we're going to get banned regardless because they're coming after us. But what I'm saying is, like, what happens to the... And also, we're, like, kind of... We're not... Look at Crowder. Look at Ben Shapiro. Look at Candace Owens. They have a bigger platform. So so they're going to be like, well... You know, you guys got to be, can you guys keep it down? And they might be a lot more, a lot more open to kind of keeping it safe. Yeah. Uh, especially like Ben Shapiro. I think he, he has that, that balance where he kind of just knows what to say or how to say it. Yeah. We're not Ben Shapiro. Like we've wow. never been that. We've never been that. So why change the formula now? Like we are, we keep it real. We're good people. We give our opinions. We we give you some you know like so, some of the facts that back up our opinions on, on, on certain things, and we're gonna be us. We don't mean any harm. We don't hate anybody, but we'll be painted as such. Of the course. more and the more we get to this, like what they're doing, we're gonna get painted like we're some extremist uh, right wingers. And and when you listen to the episode, you see like listen, you could sit there and be like, I disagree with with your stance on this and your stance on that. And you know what we're going to say? All right, well, you know, live it up. But again, (laughs) but again, that goes back to my argument that we live in a place and in a time where logic really has no place. So people will paint us as, as fascist or Nazis or, or, or neo-Nazis or fucking, have internalized uh white supremacy like all the the bullshit just because they disagree because that's the atmosphere we live in when oh did you see that heinous ass tweet that jack dorsey tweeted so it was it was of of the the apps that were number one on the app store so after all of the after the president got banned from twitter for no reason, essentially, because they're blaming him for inciting a violence, inciting the riot, but 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 he never did. But um, but once that happened, obviously people fled to Parlor, and Parlor yeah. was number one on on the App Store on 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 Apple. When Amazon, when Apple, not Amazon, when Apple decided to no longer host Parlor on the App Store and sell it, or distribute it rather. They wiped it off. Jack Dorsey took a snapshot. Obviously, this fucking weasel was looking at it every hour on the hour to see when that shit was going to pop off. When they finally took it off, 
Signal was the number one app. So like he took a snapshot yeah. at Signal, the number one app, and then it j- with a little heart, like yeah. essentially saying, oh, like I'm happy, look. What a coward ass bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's funny because because uh, uh, Dave Rubin said something similar. He's like, he's like, you're, you're such a weasel because that is that is some some whole ass shit. And, and Tim Pool was like, wow, this is an evil tweet. And it is yeah. because number one, oh, first off, you're not a capitalist because like that's your competition. Like if you really if you were yeah. if you really thought you were better than them, you would want them around like for instance i never in my in my wildest dreams out of look at of all the the business endeavors that we're in we're in the stock market we're in podcasting we're in music we're in real estate in in any of that stuff i've never in my mind thought oh i need to eliminate the competition in rap i eliminate the competition by being better than them yeah but never once never went in like remember when we had beef with another rap group never once did i tell people not to listen to them in fact i encourage them listen to them because we're better listen to them and then listen to us and you'll see that we're better yes how does dude do his stock portfolio how do i do my stock portfolio choose who you want to listen to but we're both here I've never thought, oh fuck, I we need to get rid of all these other fucking building owners and stuff because yeah. no. Yeah. We're, we we survive and maintain and thrive because of our formula. So never once do I think that's true capitalism. Yeah. Not this shit. Like not this, this shit. This like is that. just a straight bitch. Like, yeah. like you're you're a bitch. And and like imagine being slighted like that, like in in different in different realms back then you know what i mean you get killed yeah like yeah. like if this was some mob shit like if it was like another family another mob family saying some shit i was like oh okay you're gonna send out a hit for this fucking guy. exactly dude like you are banking <laughs> off of like like a civilized fluffy situation that where you're protected but the reality is if this yeah. was like man shit that's the type of shit that like got motherfuckers killed in the past yeah like like you can't I don't know, man. It, it it's it's just cowardly, and you're not gonna win this. That's another thing too. Is like, um, the the left and and big tech. You're not going to win. Like, you think you're gonna win. You're not gonna win. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Like, the the instant again. That's why we were talking in pre production. How there has to be a big player to counteract that. Like Elon Musk, dude is. Not for ca- communism. Not for if he if he starts a phone company or or, or I'm buying that. Like yeah. that's why the market is so powerful. Like you're not gonna win. You're gonna create competition, and when that competition happens, fuck my iPhone. And 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 the thing is, and that and that's yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And what you're saying right now, it goes back to what I was saying before about the splitting of of the country. Who are you going to rely on? You are going to rely on a bunch of people that one hate their life, yeah. are unproductive, and are un- and a lot of them are uninformed. Because if you think about it, the people of money that that have like means and make moves on the left wing, they're like the elitists, the, the coastal elites. But aside from them, yeah. Yeah. it's all motherfuckers that like have a bunch of college debt and like hate life and wonder like how the fuck they got to where yeah, they yeah. got. 
Meanwhile, on the right, it's like working class people that go to work every day, want to build a better life for yeah. their family, fucking are involved in their community and everything like that. Now, granted, I am generally speaking, I'm not speaking about every single individual person that that would be like fucking lunacy. But when you look at the demographics, yeah, no. you see what we're talking about. Yeah, like every every side is going to have a bunch of morons, right? You have you do have right wing cowards, ignorant motherfuckers. Just so like you have left wing ignorant motherfuckers. But when you're generally speaking, what are the principles guiding most of of the people on on their right. side? Like we've talked about, like even like the voting block. Who voted more for Trump? Who voted more more for Biden? Again, you saw coastal elites. You saw big tech. Yeah, they they went towards Biden. You saw more military, police, um, farmers. More blue collar, like hardworking, you know, if, if you have a mom and pop, yeah, small business, like you saw that was more, that voting block was more on the Trump side. And I mean, if, 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 if you don't see it, well, just look at your property value. Like my property value skyrocketed. Our property value skyrocketed. Like, yeah, if you're into the, into the business game. Yeah, it's very it's very profitable. Like right now, I could almost double what I paid for my house if I sold it. Yeah, that that's due to the economy. Property values got to the place where, where we've talked about this offline is like if we sold everything, we have enough to be. All right, well, what fucking country are we gonna go to and start <laughs> yeah. fresh because this yeah. shit is going downhill. Not, not, but, and, and, and you see that, like, if, if, if stuff started going downhill and you have to kind of start moving out of the country, who's going to move out? Right, the that, productive ones, like you, exactly. you're telling me. Exactly, that, that, that's what happened with Venezuela. Like, the people that were able to get the hell out of Dodge were the ones, and uh, not like the super, super duper rich, but, but the ones that, you know, made enough moves and were at a place yeah. where we'd be like, all right, well, fucking, we got a little money. Let's get the fuck out of here and start in Florida or wherever the case. Yeah, you guys are screwed over there. I'm out. And, and so that's that's the that's where we're at now. It's like this is past, I think, the point of no return because now Twitter is down 12% in the stock market. Um, obviously... People are going to move to Gab. When Parler goes up, everything is going to start being divided. What does this say about digital currency, too? Like, if you do decide, oh, well, we're, we're breaking apart. Like, well, what's the currency? So then yeah. at that point, that's another. Uh, that's a whole nother episode right there. Because, like, how many digital currencies are there? There's so many. Obviously, Bitcoin being, like, the, 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 the face of it all. But, you know, how will people use money? How will people... Um, you know, if people don't want to use Google, <laughs> they have all these other search engines like Tor and stuff like that. So you you could really divide stuff to the point where people really just want everything decentralized. Yeah. No, I don't want any parts of any of this. I'm going my way. I'm gonna do my transactions here. And and big yeah. tech, like this is the problem. This is like the, the issue and like the corner that they've painted themselves into and why I think they'll always now be on what they're on now is because the right wing knows what they're on. So now it's going to be on the right wing's agenda, like in the government, 
to reform how they how big tech is able to go about things yeah. obviously big tech they're not going to want to let their power go so they'll never support or even like campaign wise or anything contributions yeah. and that's what why i think it's a little bit scary because i feel like unless alternative methods develop very quickly yeah because, I mean, it's two years to the midterm elections. Two years? Bills could be passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what could happen? And then every time a competitor arises, I just don't see the left wing allowing them to flourish. Through the law. And that's the thing. Let's not forget. Let's watch Dallas Buyers Club. Let's see what happened to dude. What happened to him? He... Created a, a, a legal way of distributing stuff that will help people with, with HIV and AIDS. And the government was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You got to go through us. Exactly. Your shit's illegal. And and, and yeah. that's the type of stuff that like can really push people into a corner where they get violent. Because what happened with... And you and I were having a phone conversation and we were talking about this. What happened with Twitter, with Trump... Yeah, it's fucked up. But Twitter has the right to do it. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll grant them that. Like, you have the right to do it. I think it's funny, though. It's sort of funny. And, and I and I kind of feel like Twitter must feel a little bit like Victor. Jack Dorsey must feel a little bit like Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you sure picked a hell of a time to do it. Yeah. Because you kind of, in a way made trump more desirable than ever because yeah. if you notice right now the world like can't wait to hear what the fuck trump has to yeah, say yeah so and he has nothing he has said nothing and he said nothing so like you've made him so desirable it's like it's like one of those things it's like oh uh biden is not that attractive he's too available yeah <laughs> yeah but to me it's like damn man for as repulsive as you think trump is you let him grab you by the pussy for four full years yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> wow jack it's like, it's like it's like fuck that trump guy he's such an asshole but 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 his stunt game is too proper. Like it's like that type of but he shit. Finger, he finger blasted the fuck out of me for four years. I every time Trump come, Trump comes over, I just let him take me from behind. I just, yeah, Jack Dorsey, you're a high priced escort. Yeah, at the end of the day, but and, and so my thing is is like, like if if you you let Trump ride for so long, yeah. essentially. A big portion of his of people that support him were through Twitter because if not through Twitter, the only narrative we would have had to go off of was the mainstream media narrative. Yeah, it was Trump that through Twitter was always able to counteract whatever the mainstream media was doing. In fact, Trump's tweets were so lit that there were times where the primetime uh, news um, story was a trump tweet yeah it's yeah. like you, was round you are tables. you are essentially you're making news and having panels about something that a man said on social media yeah like so essentially you you've kind of created this monster if you will if you yeah. want to phrase it like that and so now you you choose to do this and yeah. so what happens when trump starts because i see trump is not active on gab 
But what if he gets active on Gab? You're going to see them go after Gab because they don't want that leadership to develop. Because like we've said on the, the show before, Trump is the kingmaker now. Like yeah. he's the kingmaker for the right wing. And, and, and if Trump says... He's self-made. If Trump says we're going to war... Uh, not all 75 million people are going to go to war, but I could I I could reasonably reasonably believe a good five six million are like all right, let's yeah. go, let's do it. And then the, and then what happens then? So and then also like, here's a guy who has resources, and can do like you're really picking the wrong guy to to ban and to do this to do that because like you you could have. A, his mission from now on could be like, all right, well, obviously the presidency is not is out of the table, so I'm gonna create platforms. That's really what I'm gonna do. I'm start. I'm gonna start laying the work for all this stuff. And what what do you do then? You know, who who does he sit down with? What happens? Because that's the thing. Again, if we were treated equal, right? It'd be a different story. It's like it's the game is the same for everybody but this is clearly not the case you're right wing you say something that offends somebody you're xenophobic you're a bigot how dare you and and please people rewind back the clocks of time and watch throughout the whole summer what happened uh what happened to people's businesses what happened to people's lives uh, the power grab that government had over the citizens, uh, the the care and the fucks that they gave about your grievances about all of it. No. Shut the fuck up. Put the mask on. Be a good little boy and girl. And we'll handle it. No, but shut the fuck up. That, that's what you got. That's what you got. Um... What about the the, 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 the the votes and what happened with these four states? Shut the fuck up. The media will tell you what you need to know. They don't need to have stories about how unconstitutional some of the shit that went on. Don't worry about it. Just watch the news. They'll tell you everything you need to know. No, but what about... Shut the fuck up. Watch the news. Everything is just shut up. Do this. Yeah. Don't say anything. No, no, no. That's offensive. Remember, remember yeah. Lori Lightfoot? If you open... We will come, we will shut you down, and we will put you in jail. Like, oh, okay. Like, uh, I'm not selling drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and at, at what point does desperation meet, like, see, you talk tough from a position of power, but once you start getting the people to the desperation point, what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to get, like, yelling back. You're going to get rocks thrown at you. Then all of a sudden, people are going to start bringing guns to the fight. And this is how things happen. Like Again, I'm not here wishing for any of this to happen, but let's let's be clear. This has happened before. What yeah. happened to the Soviet Union? Do you think people just were like, oh, well, hey, you guys need to stop? No. Hey, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. You're right. Yeah, we that's, can't. that's exactly what they're on. But see, and that's the thing that I wonder, like, if they maybe because they live in an echo chamber and that's how they operate, because like it is like a lot of beta ass soy boy ass motherfuckers. Yeah. But so it's like it's like, hey, hey don't 
Stop! You can't not like these are motherfuckers that, like you said, that they're they're willing to bring guns to the fight. And look at Lindsey Graham. He didn't sign. He didn't uh, co-sign Trump. He got harassed at the airport. Uh, Nancy Pelosi the other day, she was harassed somewhere. I don't know how true it is, but before we started the episode, I was reading an article about uh, police barricading. Twitter's headquarters because supposedly a pro-Trump mob was on their way there. The inauguration is fucking lockdown central. Like, and that was just a few people at the Capitol. There's reports right now about days between the 16th and the 20th at Capitals around the nation armed protests. So like, People from the right wing are going to be there like like in arms. What's going on right now is they are going to show you that if you get too crazy, they will kill you. And you continue to push them. Yeah. You continue to push them. And then what's going to happen when... You push or deplatform or or you start to say, oh, these people need to lose their jobs or whatever, then they're really not going to have nothing to lose. Yeah. This is dangerous. This is this is uh this is this ain't this this yeah. could this could get bad really really quick, and this ain't Republican Democrats anymore. This is Bloods and Crips. Like yeah, this, this, this is what this is going to be like. That's not going to be no, like, oh, let's be diplomatic. This is not going to be that. And But the reactions from the left, from big tech, again, you're really, really overt right now. And, I mean, if you want to play that game, that's fine. But, I, I, I again, I'm not stupid. We're not stupid. And, and we know that, like, that people are not going to react favorably. And people are going to smarten up. Like, they're not going to just, um, like, people People might get violent, but, but too, like, you're going to create other platforms. You're going to you're gonna start planning. You're going to start. But this is definitely causing a rift where, like, America is right now in a downward spiral. And, and like, the future is not, like, uh it's pretty bleak right now like from both sides like what's gonna what might happen and if there is like some sort of civil war or or anything of that nature like uh really like the soul of the nation is at jeopardy like this we might be looking at like the fall of rome we might be looking at the fall of rome right now and and see people might listen to this episode and think like oh you know you're way out of hand what you're saying no like just look at what's going on and and, 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 and and look at like the principles of what it is to be an American and what we're doing to the fabric of that. Like packing the courts, you might say, oh, well, that's not something that you should protest. Do you understand like what that is? Like, the ramifications it, yeah. of it. And that's the yeah. issue. And, and that's the issue is like we're going off of what the other side has been saying they plan on doing. This is not like, oh... We're making shit up, conspiracy theory. No, this is what the other side has said they plan on doing and has shown that they plan on doing. Biden literally yesterday had a speech saying 
that their the his administration's priority is relief for black and brown businesses but black and brown people are not the only ones that own businesses so right now all those white people those small business white people that are out there you essentially said fuck you to them yeah so what what do you what what do you expect them to do how do you expect them to feel then like how how basic can you be to look at the world like that you say the world should be colorblind right yet you care only like this is not about race this is not about i feel like people really don't know the definitions of of, of things like really like sit down to look at uh what things really mean right like like a word like love for example is looked at from the perspective of like those around you and like no 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 like love is putting up your american flag with pride knowing what it took to be able to be in this country and have the rights that you do that transcends my mom and dad or my my girlfriend or my wife or my brothers or my siblings this is like like this is more like but see this is what what i'm saying like people don't really understand no, like yeah. what 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 these things mean and and what where we're at like and i think that sometimes instead of wanting to disagree you have to understand like what what is what is it that matters and when Biden says something like that, it's like you're not understand. You don't understand. Like you're so stuck with black and brown and white and yellow and fucking purple and whatever the fuck. This is this transcends race. This transcends everything. This is about good people, bad people, and how do how do we handle this? And like that's that's what should matter. And your response is that your response is this wouldn't have happened if it was a Black Lives Matter situation. What like? We're so stuck in race and and dumb like trivialities and pettiness like and, and also falsehoods really like what what happened this whole summer? You let it ride. That's what happened. Black Lives Matter was all over. Uh protests, riots, looting all over. Uh let's not forget the autonomous zones in Portland and Seattle. Like what what happened? Like you let it ride. <laughs> you let it ride. Cops ran from the protesters. I never thought I'd see the day. And, and 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 the media and the media enabled that shit. Like they literally there were reports where fucking hell on earth was taking place behind the reporter. It's oh yeah, it's it's all peaceful here. Like it's just it's like um oh but the <laughs> dead babies and fucking burning and that guy hanging like what's all the Yeah, it's just all peaceful. Mostly peaceful, I should say. Yeah. It's <laughs> mostly peaceful and it's like Come on, man! You're playing, you're playing a dangerous game, and you're. Bro, really... But the fact that people like let that shit ride yeah. too, though, like people are fucking stupid. And, and 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 it goes to show that like it's the little battles that you don't really see that matter the most, right? Like the whole section two thirty with the whole uh, social media not being held liable. I think they can't be sued, right? Yeah. For, for like bases uh, uh like i don't know the exact terminology but basically they could do what they did with parter they could do what they did with trump they could do what they did with milo and with a, a slew of right wingers and 
and, and, and like the the fact that like media is already left so like really the right had social media like mm-hmm. the the left had like mainstream media but but the right had social media like where memes they were better at memes they were better at, at that type of communication it was like a balance you've really uh, offset that balance now and and there will be repercussions and i mean what what can we say but that we told you so we told you so and and we didn't like i remember i think it was the first episode we talked about even like the fact that this was wow this was during the obama presidency that we were going to say we were saying even like when it came to to white people being pr- tired of being blamed for everything yeah and how that literally slowly progressed into something like you caused identity politics on the left and on the right when it comes like when it comes to mainstream media when it comes to the precedent that obama set and then you blame the effects of it and well now we're here and and again i don't think it looks good and i don't i don't i hope for the best but expect the worst that's how i i look at it right now absolutely well segueing into our next topic a little bit more lighthearted. um came across this tweet by life math money um i found it interesting because we are living in this time where everybody feels oppressed women feel oppressed fat people feel oppressed people of color feel oppressed everybody is oppressed i don't feel oppressed but plenty of people do um and so well, I don't feel oppressed yet. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, We're getting close. The tweet went, only undesirable women feel like they're oppressed. Desirable women live easier lives thanks to everyone doing them favors and looking out for them. Undesirable women live a life similar to men's, except for a feminine perspective, such as I deserve it. God damn. What what do you make of that tweet? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? And what's your general takeaway from that? So read it one more time just so I could get like the whole thing or only undesirable women feel like they're oppressed. Desirable women live easier lives thanks to everyone doing them favors and looking out for them. Undesirable women live a life similar to men's, except for a feminine perspective, such as, I deserve it. Yeah. Feels like oppression. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's, there are double standards, rightfully so. And that's where I feel people don't understand what it takes just like in a hierarchy some the, the person on top does carry a lot of weight in many facets on why the fuck they're on top right um and, and and in life you just always it's just life's of hierarchies 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 you work for somebody that's a hierarchy you're in a family unit that's a hierarchy that like people don't understand that like that's just how life works because we need a certain balance a certain um what, what what's the 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 order to mm-hmm. things right i mean and if you haven't like a lot of this stuff uh jordan peterson talks about it like even in his book 12 12 rules 
12 rules for life uh, antidote to chaos, which I think that he looks at it from a very realistic uh, manner. And the reason why women will feel oppressed being, and, and, and now we're talking about a woman that, that's not desirable, as opposed to a man that's undesirable, and, and, and well, I mean, there's also men that feel undesirable that do feel oppressed, like the incels. Do but they feel oppressed though? There, there's some that look at it from a from a very like. Remember that guy? I don't remember what his name was, but he was on that like YouTube YouTube video for. It's like the one where they did divide both people, like both groups, and then mm-hmm. they have like a discussion. I, I don't remember yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say that he felt, pre- but they, they create a, a world in their head that, that just isn't a good formula. Yeah. Like, there there are men that do that, but... but I, I don't know of any incels that, like, believe in, like, how the women believe in, like, a, the patriarchy. And, <laughs> Wait, and, like, yeah, and, and that's, a, that's the thing. Like, they'll look at it from the inwards, like, oh, well, what the fuck? But then you get, like... The real, because incels, it's not really like a movement. It's just like, oh, you're an incel or not. But like, if you look at like men as a movement, like where it's just pro-masculinity, you see MGTOW. You see MGTOW and then you see the feminist. And then you look at some some of the core of their arguments are very different in, in like where they're coming from. Like MGTOW is really telling men, well, listen, the power, or not the powers that be, but like just the way society is structured, this is not favor favorable to you. Yeah, it Focus doesn't. On be- you. It doesn't behoove you to partake too much into that game. Exactly. So focus on having a purpose. Focus on finding value in yourself that's beyond like like what society should think or what a girl might think or whatever. Whereas women are um, are looking at it from from a feminist perspective, not, not not all women, but like women from a feminine perspective, they look at it like equality. I want to get paid the same, uh, the patriarchy. But all these things, like you're not looking at it from a realistic standpoint because you're not looking at it from inwards. You're not looking at who you are as a person and what value you bring. Mm-hmm. You just want to get paid equal. Perfect example: the women's soccer team. We're, we're protesting because we don't get paid the same. You don't bring in the same amount of dollars. Like, do, do you understand the logic in your argument? You, get, you can't get paid the same. You, you might be the best female soccer player. You can't get paid the same as Messi. Men get paid more because men sell the tickets more because people want to see men play. This is not to say that you're not valuable. This is not to say that you're not good. This is to say that this is a bigger pool of money that they could get their piece of the pie for. You don't have that. If you can, if you can achieve that, you can. Oh wait, who's achieved that? Who? Ronda Rousey. Oh, that's why she gets paid, and that's why she was the face of the UFC for such a long time. Oh, that's the truth. The truth is, if you bring the money in, you're going to get paid. You know, like yeah. Ronda Rousey was the face of the UFC over Conor McGregor. Almost, they were like neck and neck, and she was a woman. And and it's because well. For whatever reason, she she was marketable. She was getting knockouts. She was doing this. People wanted to pay to see that. And so a lot of their argument is based in fallacies and not based on who you can be. Oh, you can sleep around with anybody. 
Who are they to judge? Okay, that's fine. That that argument is fine. But I'm not trying to wife you if you've been deflowered by like the whole <laughs> county. Like and that's me though. That's me. That's my criteria, right? And 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 like men are not gonna be so forthcoming and being like, oh well, I'm gonna. There are men that'll do it, and that's fine, I guess. Like for for them, but but like there is like a sexual marketplace. You know what I mean? Like deflower. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh you deflowered her too <laughs> but like it, it's like you they they'll look at stuff like like the slut walk like what do you think you achieved with that your tits yeah. are out it's a nice scene like but that doesn't make me desire you like oh you're so free that's fine if you feel like like if you feel like peaceful inside and that's what you want to do that's completely fine and i never i'll never disagree on that no like if that's what but then why are you so miserable how come you because you do see that like those types of women do have like a miserable like like oh i don't get accepted fuck 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 men or fuck this fuck that for you to hate that much means that you're not happy i've never something wrong i've it, it there's like a a scale or at least there should be a scale in my mind there's a scale but <laughs> There's always, if you notice, the more hatred for men, the less you would want anything to do with that woman, either like emotionally or physically or anything. Like it says, like it seems to be there seems to be some sort of scale, and and it, there's definitely a spectrum to it. But the ones that are like the most active in hating men and by definition feeling oppressed it's like you wouldn't want to have anything to do with them anyway and so that's why I found that so interesting with this particular tweet is because that's been my observation and I think we've echoed that sentiment on this show different uh, at different uh, junctions is like that definitely does seem to be the case that the more undesirable women seem like they're the ones that always feel oppressed and then them feeling like that and having that attitude attitude towards the world makes them even uglier yeah and then because every once in a while you'll come across like a, a woman that like is maybe not like ugly or maybe she is ugly rather i should say physically she's ugly but like she'll have like a like a jolly attitude, like yeah. like some Santa Claus shit, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like it's like oh, well, like you know, she's just a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, but that's not that common, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that's that's what uh, what I find interesting. But while we're on the topic, and before we wrap up the episode. I was watching a video recently. Uh, it was a Sandman video, and it was titled "The Question: Are You Okay Dying Alone?" And I know I've heard this plenty of times. I don't know how many times you've heard it, or if you've heard it at all. But it seems to be a question that women ask men that like don't have a lot of intention. And either being in in a serious relationship or in a relationship at all, or married or having a family, 
And Sandman likens it to a shaming tactic. Like, oh, are, 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 so you're just okay with dying alone? Like, you don't, yeah. you know, you're not, um, you're going to be old and alone and not have anybody and like this, that, and the third. And it's interesting because in that video, he talks about how, like, it's a very, well, the way that he perceives it is that it's a very simple thing to just be like, oh, well, like, let me get somebody so I don't die alone. Like, I, I've talked <laughs> I've talked to you and, I, and I've said this story on the podcast before about how I've known someone in the past that their rationale for getting married is that they're getting old. That was their rationale, like, oh yeah, I'm getting That's weird. sad. Yeah, exactly. It's Very just, much so. Is yeah. oh, we're getting, we're getting, we're not getting any younger or whatever. So that's it. That's the reason. Yeah. And and so it's interesting to me because, like, I think about that and I'm like, man, I've never had that. Like, I don't, I don't have that. Whatever fear that is, or or whatever. Uh. uh there shouldn't pro, be a pro, fear. Propensity it is that that certain men have where like if somebody says that to them, they fear or feel shamed by it. I don't have that. I don't know why. Yeah, and I would agree. I, I've actually come to the acceptance that most more than likely I will die alone, but not like in a sad way because I, I do. I've mentioned that like if I mentioned that a lot, but I also th- like I think about things a little more like. I think about death. I think more than most people, but not in a bad way. I, I don't think about. I don't think about like. I feel people when I talk about that stuff. I think people feel bad or like, why do you feel that way? But it's not that. It's just like, you know, that's a possibility, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with with dying alone, but and I'm also okay with the fact that like we all die. So then, what will make for a purposeful life is more important. Now, if I meet someone and I'm happy with them and I'm in love with them, well, that's cool, but that has to be, that has to like really be that. Like it can't, you can't force anything and and you have, it has to be that. Like I can't even explain what that means besides like it is that. Like, yeah, and that is the reason you would, do it, not, oh, I'm going to die alone because I don't want to die alone. Yeah, yeah, like, like I, I, these, this way of looking at things from such, like, an absolute way of, like, oh, this is how it should be is the reason why so many people are probably unhappy and why, really, like, you don't live a full life. Like, you, you know, I liken it to, like, the movie what was it um we talked about it oh like citizen kane like yeah he died alone it starts with him dying alone but also starts with a man who like literally had a hand in so many things like this guy was somebody in the world and and like it goes to show too like maybe certain flaws of, of 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 that man led to his greatness but also that doesn't mean that it wasn't a personal flaw. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean like it's a bad thing or a good thing. It just is. It maybe you are supposed to be right, that person. And, and the flaw, like that's a matter of perception and perspective. Like, yeah. okay, well, he never had a family and this and that, or what type of father was he or, or whatever. But 
well, that's your perspective off of your value system. Exactly. But how do you know, like, this dude, like, his, his, his goal wasn't to, like, turn up in every way possible yeah like be the most interesting man in the world type shit yeah. and then and then like just live out his his life however and you know it's funny and and i and i remember this vividly is there's a line the then this was when eminem was great make eminem great again oh, <laughs> uh no but when eminem was was great early on in his career I remember this part of the verse and I remember thinking like there there have been two rappers that have had like a, a, a similar effect on my perspective of getting old and, and dying. I'll do the dying one first and then I'll get to what I was going to say about Eminem. So the dying one was and, and this is just because like where we come from and everything like that. The, the 50 cent uh uh, I got my back against the wind. I'm down the ride to the sunburn. Now, yes. if I die today, I'm happy how my life turned yeah. out. I always love that because it's one of those things where coming where we come from, seeing the things that we've seen, the schools that we've been to, the just everything. It's kind of one of those things. And then also seeing like all the people that, or many of the people that we were raised around kind of being like on this victimhood shit and everything like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, clearly, like I must be some sort of like glitch in the matrix. So the fact that I am where I am and I've made it this far, like if I die today, I'm happy how my life turned out. Like I did yeah. I, I, I did it better than most from where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. And so that shit's decent. But the other thing that that it, it it's very cartoonish but it makes me think like, well, everybody has their own value system is the line from Eminem early on in his career where he's like, um, he's like, because uh, at this rate I'm going when I'm 30, uh, which at that time when he said 30, like he considered himself getting old because he was yeah. like in his 20s. He's like, at this rate I'm going when I'm 30, I'll be the only person in a nursing home flirting, pinch the nurse's ass while I'm jacking off a jerkin and I'm jerking, but this whole bag of Viagra isn't working. And every single person is a slim, shady lurking, could be working at Burger King, spitting on your onion rings, or in the parking lot circling, screaming, I don't give a fuck, with his windows down, with his windows down and, and, and his system up. So will the real Sadie please stand up and put one of those fingers on each hand up and be proud to be out of your mind and out of control and one more time, loud as you can. And in all of that, what he's saying is like, yeah, like I'm going to get old. Yeah, I'm going to get old. And when I'm old, I'm going to still be doing like my own like wacky shit. But yeah, I've left such an influence that you never know who was influenced by me. It could be the guy at Burger King. It could be this guy. Like you don't know who was influenced by Slim Shady and yeah. there's going to be so many of them that were influenced by me that you're not going to know who the real one is because and yeah. and and that's what I'm saying is like there that's that notion that is like all right well yeah like the way I'm going out is like not how many men yeah. like imagine themselves going out but like that's kind of the point that that's the point and also like the the point is Things are going to be a challenge, and you're not going to have the answers to everything. Yeah. And what what do you what do you do? Like you don't you don't 
you don't look at life from a absolute like oh well I failed it. Like imagine the first time that you failed, you just been like, ah, well, I, I'm not cut out for this shit. That's it. That's you, the end you, of the story. You know what's funny? Like, I, I get, I, I never stay in that mode. It's funny you bring that up, but whenever I do fail or mess up, I do get like a real defeatist attitude. Yeah. Not because I'm that person, but because. Like I'm not used to it. Yes, yeah. I'm. It, it's like ah, like my soul. Like it, it, it gets very. It's a very thing. To, a, a tough pill to swallow. And it'll be people around me will be like, yeah. yo, like chill the fuck out. Yeah, like, what's up, man? It's like no, you don't understand. Like it's that. It's that thing that I imagine. I mean, I imagine these guys probably felt it like way more. But like, like the thing that like Tom Brady or Michael Jordan felt like when yeah. they would lose, it's like. Like you hate losing more than you love winning. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. If you've ever lost in your life, play my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And then you'll see like the the stages of what you go through. Because like literally, that to me is the journey. Like literally everything, every aspect. And as a man, like obviously, like cause even like a song like like that people don't even listen to, like uh What's it called? Um, uh, hell of a life. It's so uh, like just like that. This is the song. I don't care about filtering anything. It is like part of the journey yeah. to the point where it's like lost in the world, which is like I would assume from the beginning. Can we get much higher? Was this is your peak? You're about to fall from that. And now you're going to go through a journey. And then when you look at it, like, because Lost in the World, the name sounds sad, but, like, when you hear the song, it's, like, it's kind of, like, you got yourself out of all of it and, like, this, you, you, you're building from, and then whatever is in the future is in the future. But yeah. I feel like that that that's, like, the stages of everything. Every, everything in that album from, like, even the quick reprieves and, like, Monster, mm-hmm. like, where you're just, like, oh, fuck, like, even while you're going through shit, you're like, God damn, I'm a beast when it comes to this shit. Or like, and then you're like, fuck, back to like thinking about shit. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, it was that album was done in a very weird like way when it comes to the progression of understanding where you are, and which is you start at the bottom. And and so this is this is and I'm talking this is Tom Brady after a Super Bowl loss or something. Yeah. That's where the album starts, and then and then I feel like the ending is like the start of the season. Like, oh, I'm, I hate that feeling so much. Like, I'm gonna try my best to to be the best. You and know what I mean? Never feel that again. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's like it that that's important, and 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 like you don't have a say. You don't have a say if you're gonna be alone. You don't have a say if you're gonna be with people. You don't have a say. You just have yourself and. And how you perceive things, and I would hope that people perceive it in the way that it should, which is, it is what it is. Like, you don't, <laughs> you play the cards that you're dealt, like, really, like, you can't, you don't really have control. We have control, but we don't have control. It, it's a very weird dynamic, but that's just how life works. Absolutely. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, 
please share the episode with them on all platforms. Um, We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.